Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Welcome to the IGN UK podcast. This is our second annual Summer Spectacular coming to you live from Berkshire. That lot that you heard in the background was the IGN team. Uh, uh, On the mics at the moment, we've got Keza. Hi. Got Daniel. Hello. Got Sad Daniel. Back Sad Dan. What's going on? And we got Chris Diddy. (laughs) Is that the biggest cheer Berkshire's ever got? Uh, I don't know. Why would Berkshire have a big cheer? It just did. No, I know, but other than the cheer we just gave it. I don't know. I've got an explanation why Berkshire might get a Tell big cheer. Tell me. Okay, right, so do you know where the word Burke comes from? Berkshire. Berkeley Hunt. Nice. But, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Berkshire, Berkshire, yeah. My Berkshire English Hunt. teacher yeah. taught me that. There you go. Oh, hello. <laughs> hello. <laughs> uh, we got Stuart Reid on Hi, the deck. Hello, everybody. So, uh, on today's podcast, we're going to talk about all things summer. So, we're going to talk about what did you do on your last day of school? What's your first grown-up holiday? And, of course, which games did you play at the arcade? when you were on holiday. But first, we're going to talk about the games and movies of the summer so far. So, has it been a good summer so far for games and movies? Games? Yes. It's been slow no. for games. It's been, it has a great, been slow for games. It's been a great summer of arcade, though. The best year ever, I think, okay, in my so humble w- opinion. What are the highlights for games for you? We've had From Dust followed swiftly... No, Bastion first, followed yeah. swiftly by From Dust, followed swiftly by Insanely Twisted Shadow Planet, all of which IGN loves. Yes. And I love. But apart from that... Apart from that, nothing. nothing. So Is that the idea behind Summer of Arcade then? It's because nobody has any games coming out, so they give us something to... It's a usually, good idea. Yeah, but usually yeah. they just give us yeah. shit, don't they? They're like, buy this because there's nothing else to buy. This yeah. year, all been good. Like The highlight is obviously E3 and writing about the, the games that are coming up, but in terms of games that are coming out, literally nothing. Obviously, anyone who listens to our podcast, Box we try games. and highlight the stuff that's uh, happening or anything of interest. But on the games front, it's been very, very quiet. At least, at least they from had Summer of Arcade. We've they had, had Infamous too. Infamous Susan. Oh, that's incredible. true. That's yeah. true. Makes you feel like a bonafide And the game badass. that saw me through a lot of the summer was L.A. Noire, which I started playing before E3. But that was, that was wasn't May. That May. But it was May, but it's kind of seen that's me through summer. summer. I like a it was a hot May. It was a hot May, yeah. So the movie season starts. Yeah, but I would say May is spring. But anyway. But yeah, so L.A. Noire, for me, was a, it was a big game over the summer. I don't yeah. know if I think it's going to linger along in the memory. But yeah. uh, apparently I've discovered there's a black and white mode. Did you know this? No, oh, really? Yeah, Rockstar well, the, uh, yeah, said the other day on Twitter that they've got a black and white mode for the game, which could make it a bit more interesting. I don't know. Your authentic, authentic noir experience. Exactly, yeah. So um, I'm surprised no one sort of flagged that up before you played it. But um, yeah, Ellie Noir was a big game for me, even though I didn't enjoy it massively. Well, Ellie Noir made me quite sad because I remember the podcast um, after it came out and everyone around this table was going crazy that yeah. was in that podcast. Yeah. Everyone was going yeah. mad for it. And then it was buy just sad it, how it, it petered it. out that the more time people spent playing it, did you the, ever get around to playing yeah, it? Yeah, yes. I liked it, but I didn't, play it for, I didn't play it long term. Yeah. I only played it for a couple of hours. Well, I think that's the thing, is that there were some brilliant ideas in there and some fantastic executions, but over time, you started seeing the same stuff over and over again. And yeah. Classic thing. If they cut it off, uh, I think someone else mentioned it, but like, if it was two-thirds the length that it currently was, it would be a much, much better game. I don't like, no one likes the arson, arson cases. That's a problem. Right. I also got sick I of I don't like arses and cases either, but yeah, I know <laughs> what you mean. Uh-oh. It's and, that oh. guy from Mad Men's face. I got sick of his face. Oh, the main guy. Yeah. Yeah. 
Cosgrove. He's Kevin Cosgrove in, in Mad Men, but I don't know what his real name is. But I just got sick of his face. Do we think that that's going to be what GTA 5 looks like? Because I think the facial animation is the one thing that really stands out. I've I gone back so. to well, Rockstar playing. have said that uh, the guy who's in Bondi, I think, as well, has said that. Rock, you know, Rockstar Mike. Work harder. Yeah. Work harder. He didn't say anything. He just whipped people violently. <laughs> and punched them in the face. He didn't do that, just to clarify. It's crunch time. Allegedly. <laughs> but I went back to Red Dead Redemption as well over the summer after watching Cowboys and Aliens and found that the facial animation was obviously left wanting after playing L.A. Noire. After and, you play uh, any other game, it's the same, isn't uh, it? Yeah, I guess so, yeah. But the, where we thought the body animation was struggling in L.A. Noire, it seemed fine in Red Dead Redemption. I love the way people fall off their horses. Yeah. Horses? Horses. Horses. Yeah. <laughs> I, fell off horses. My horse. I fell off my horrors the other day. Um, horse, horses. Anyone else falling off a horse? No? Always doing it. Uh, um, and I, you know, I'm just wondering if the listener can tell that everybody here is already half pissed. <laughs> uh, I also think that Tom, Tom Butler is standing there with his headset, hand on his headset, looking like Craig <laughs> David. <laughs> I'm doing uh, my, um, Xavier in uh, I X-Men. You, I thought you were doing a lot of projecting films. Calm your mind. Oh, that could be a good Cock. segue. <laughs> I so, thought you yeah. were twirling your curls. Twirling so anyway, your curls seductively in your It was um, an average yeah. summer, well, a good summer of arcade, but yes. an average summer overall for games. The but Americans for movies, had Catherine. Mixed, Sorry. I think. Yeah. Are we going to keep talking over each other? or Tell me about movies. Guys. I think it's been brilliant this summer. I really Why? do, because the last couple have been pretty terrible. We all talked about the superhero movies at the start. You know, there's four coming out this year, and we were all expecting the worst. There were some superhero movies that, superheroes we didn't like, or... Um, you know, certainly one that we knew had a trouble production, and I think yeah. three out of the four were good. I think Green, Green Lantern was a disaster. Yeah. Green Lantern I think unanimously, Green Lantern was the worst. Uh, so Captain, was Captain America was movie. okay, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> and Thor and X Men. Thor and X Men were. I mean, X Men. Yeah. X Men was my film of the summer. I thought it was oh, great. Okay. You know, the last forty minutes wasn't really into but the first hour and ten were just fantastic such a slick movie like yeah. in terms of uh, tone and pacing and yeah. all the characters as well. yeah, yeah. X-Men's the only one I've seen twice yeah the best acting in fact, yeah I've seen it twice as well it's so in tune Daniel <laughs> it had proper acting yeah you know whereas kind of Ryan Reynolds was still doing you know silly comic book boy acting it had Fassbender it had Fassbender <laughs> and McAvoy so yeah, yeah that, w- that was my film of the summer Daniel my fellow movie man what did you think I agree completely. Um, the other movie I think it's yet to come out in the UK still, but Super 8. Super 8 is my other pick of. I think it's out this Friday. It's out Friday. Yeah, it's out this week. I know you you weren't a big fan of it, Tom, but yeah. Super 8 is one that's really stayed with me. And yeah, I'm going to go see it again this week. I think nice. both both and you and you have poisoned me against Super 8. No, go I see it. it. Go, go see it. it. I think maybe it was a bad bad time for it's, you to see it. You know, I like it's, it's, another, it's another Spielberg film, and some people have said that as, a, as if it was a negative thing. Why should that be interpreted as a negative thing? positive thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So interestingly, I've got a, another different movie of the summer. Which I'm going to agree with you on this one. Okay, which is Rise of the Apes. Yeah. Uh, Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, and that so, too. Uh, yeah. I think um, we all went into it with very, very low expectations. Even after the trailers as well, because the trailers, I didn't Do you know, there, were, there was great. one sizzle reel, which was the Apes Will Rise sizzle reel, where it was the apes going apeshit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> nice. I know, yeah. Um, and it had loads of action in it, which, spoiler alert, is in the last third of the movie. But No surprises. Yeah, no yeah. surprise. But um, it literally blew me away. I went in with, with such limited... Uh, I'm not a big Planet of the Apes fan, but um, no. it was so good. So good. It really clever, uh, funny, um, thoughtful. Well, see, that's the one thing that I got from... They were trying to put an emotional spin on it, which yeah. I yeah. thought was quite interesting. And they really have. They yeah. really have. Mm. Um, and also, um, Potter was good. Um, of course, I totally overlooked Potter. Transformers wasn't 
bad. It wasn't terrible. It was just too long. I think that's the thing. It's, it seems more a feat of endurance than anything else. But I remember the last couple of summers just being really like, what? And this summer yeah. it was like, yeah, I've had fun at the cinema. I had fun in Thor and X-Men and Harry Potter. And I had fun in Super 8 and fun in Planet of the Apes. And it's but like, wow. Can, can I ask you a quick Harry yeah. Potter question? Because I've never read any of the Harry Potter books. What? <laughs> oh no! I've read the out. first two. Sorry, get out! But I'm not steeped in the Harry Potter lore. Mm. What's the What's the name? Marinating. What's the name of um, Voldemort's snake? Because all I heard was Mankini. <laughs> uh, is it Mankini? And did like Rowling just coin that before Borat ruined it? It's Mankini. It's Mankini. That was deeply off-putting. It's it's something like it sounds like Mankini. You said Mankini, and now no, I'll just, never be just able Ray to remember Fiennes the going, Mankini. I saw Ray Fines in the street the other day. As did I. We saw him on different days, but we both thought he looked like a tramp. He looks like a tramp. Yeah, I'm sorry, Ray, if you're That's listening. Unfortunate. <laughs> did he have a, <laughs> he, he uh, did he have a snake with him? No, no, he didn't. But I did want to shout, Voldemort, where's your nose gone? Brilliant. Uh, but, but we have a key question here. Oh, what is what is Sad Dan's favourite film of the summer? Oh God. Oh, the, the, the beach. <laughs> I, uh, does it have to be films that have come out this summer or films that I've seen? Films you've no, seen. No, films you've no, seen. Films, films this summer. summer film. Of course okay. it has If to it's be. something that's come out this summer, I really liked Horrible Bosses. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was really disappointing. So yeah. <laughs> You liked Horrible Bosses more than Bridesmaids. Bridesmaids was not funny. Yeah, it was funny. Uh, it's funny, yeah. I'd, I'd beg to disagree. I'd, I thought, I thought a lot of it... You beg to differ or you disagree? I'm, I'm disagreeing. I'm, no, I'm just, I'm just firmly disagreeing. Right. I thought... There were just moments in it where it's like you seem to be playing off the novelty, the fact that like you don't often see um, a comedy focusing just on women and this crude, which I just thought, well... I just thought it was being funny. I thought it wasn't funny. I don't like toilet humour. <laughs> you don't like toilet? Oh, isn't it I my like, quote? I, I, like I said humor. that about a month ago yeah. on the podcast. That was my problem with it. All right, yeah. But no, and yeah. also we had... We had good sort of adult comedy back I think thanks to The Hangover you had Horrible Bosses and Bridesmaids and Hangover yeah. 2 and it's good to see boobs and it's always and penises and really bad swear words in comedy because it's been it's been missing for about 10 years mm. and it's back to the days of you know Caddyshack and well, it, was, it was all a bit carry on for a while wasn't it I've just kind of gone over that Chris what's your favourite comedy swear word um funt for me that's good yeah yeah cock juggling moron mm-hmm. I like thunder c- Oh, oh, she did it. Oh, wow. She did it. Good. She went yeah. there. Melon Farmer. Is that a beat? <laughs> That's probably a beat. Quick Do fit beat fitter. Quick fit fitter? Yeah. You'll never be as quick as her. Stuart, okay. what's your favourite film of the summer so far? Uh, I am bothered watching anything and all shit. Did you see <laughs> Tree of Life though? How was that for oh, you? Oh, I did see Tree of Life. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck me. That was ghastly. Tom, Tom that's, <laughs> that's two hours and 20 minutes of my life. I'm not getting back, isn't it? Jesus Christ. What, what, what a boring What swear word would you use to describe Tree of Life? Piss knuckle. Oh, how many beeps are we gonna have on this one? <laughs> yeah, I've heard, I've heard nothing but honestly not great yeah. things about. Is that, that. The, is that on the poster? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. It is. Yeah. 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 piss knuckles. Maybe we should just talk a little bit about the lovely Cantley House Hotel that uh, that we're based in at the moment, Alex, because it is an absolutely beautiful venue uh, this evening. It is uh, for for what is uh, fast becoming an extremely obscene podcast. We've got dappled uh, summer sunlight. Yes, it's a lovely way for it. We've got the world's one of the world's largest barbecues uh, sizzling away in the background, uh, ready for us to wolf down our necks within the next hopefully half an hour or and so. And polo kicking off behind us. Yeah, and there's croquet. Sorry, Tom. Tom, you a pleb? Yes, I'm a plebeite. I'm afraid. Can I just clarify a point you said earlier? Main indicator. Nagini. Nagini. Oh, oh, Nagini. I googled that before you, but I didn't say. Right. To be fair, it does sound like. Apparently, it's a long Nagini. green female snake. 
course oh, it is. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Right, sorry. sorry. Yeah. So in that. But of course, apart from all the uh, well-appointed rooms and the, and the, the, the beautiful architecture of uh, the hotel in which we're staying this evening, there's a free bar. Oh, it's exactly. yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we'll hey. apologise in advance. We're about, uh, we're about 20 minutes, no, about 15 minutes into the podcast. We'll apologise now. In, if it, in case it gets out of hand in the next I, half I would an say hour switch so. off now if you don't like the inane ramblings. It, of... I would say switch off about 10 minutes ago. I'd just say switch <laughs> off. I but say yeah. this is going to be the best podcast we've yeah, ever done. Yeah. But, yeah. but that's what people ask us to do drunk ones. And I Did think you this put the champagne the in the bucket? Yeah. And can we have a number at the end? Can we count how many times Alex stumbles over his words and we have to re record <laughs> intros? Because yes, let's do it. We'll have a number at the end. 14 already. 14 this is going to be one of those brilliant podcasts where the Easter eggs is longer than the actual podcast. Yeah, so yes, stick around to the end, guys. There's going to be some good stuff. We've got a problem. Daniel has not put the champagne in the bucket. I'm going to put anyway, the bucket. shut the fuck up. So joining us on this section of the podcast yeah. is right, Will. Who's that is, but... Hello, Will. Hello. Uh, we are also joined by Adam. Hello. Daisy. Hello. Kev. Hello. And Pete. Hello. So well, Alex, this... would you like to quickly say who these people are for a well, benefit of our audience? Rather than me saying, why don't you guys say, Adam, who are you and... What I'm are you doing the, IGN? Hi, I'm everybody. I'm Adam Hopkinson. I'm the commercial director of IGN. You're all about the money. I'm all about yeah. the Show money. Show me the fucking Show money. Show me the money. <laughs> Daisy, what are you? I am the sales coordinator executive, so I make sure the sales team are all okay and do all their admin, look after them. And she's like, like, that, that is my You've role. also got the coolest name in the world. Yeah, and I, my name is Daisy Mafia, everybody, if you didn't know. Which I think <laughs> is an X, that's an XBLA game, isn't it, Daisy Mafia? <laughs> I think it might be, yeah, actually. And she's also the office sweetheart. Yeah. Oh, well, I didn't know that before now, Tilly. so thank uh, you. Kev Guy. Yeah, uh, campaign manager. What the fuck does that West mean? West Ham fan. Well, trafficker. Drug trafficker. Oh, I see. Yeah. Like, now I know hang the language. Whoa, whoa, traffic? whoa, whoa. Hang on a minute. On here it says you're a champagne manager. I thought you were going to bring uh, us drinks all night. <laughs> I used to be. Oh, for fuck's sake. I'm going. Well, go it. I just sit behind Chris and interrupt him most of the I day, unfortunately. Lot. And I talk a lot. Yeah. And then Pete? I am a IGN designer. You yeah. Yeah, Basically. kind of. Kind of with the mouse, uh, front-end developer and uh, creative producer. And I think well, what's what's nice about this is is instead of it just being the IGN editorial crew for a day out like this, is we're giving people a real taste of everyone. behind the scenes. Everybody that's part of, of IGN is going to be part of today's podcast. Even I think if you don't a lovely give a shit thing. about this, yeah. I've got a question to ask. I've just got a quick question to. to ask Pete. Do you ever work on the back end? You just said you were a front end developer. Do you ever work on the back end? Hold, uh, no. <laughs> oh my God. Anyway, this next section <laughs> was actually a <laughs> suggestion from a reader, uh, Elijah. <laughs> so he asked, what was the worst last day of school? Before we move on, anyone have a particularly bad day as their last day of school? Surely every day, if your last day of school is a good day, isn't it? Yeah, that's oh, the yeah. best. That's so, the best. Well, thanks, I think Elijah, it's but no. Sad as well. <laughs> um, also, it is quite sad because you're leaving, kind of being able to get away with everything and I was gonna say gaining responsibility. Yeah. For Daisy, it's the most recent. She's the most recent school leaver. Yeah, Daisy, Daisy is is twelve. Yeah. yeah. She's just left uh, middle <laughs> she school, hasn't which left is yet. nice. I just yeah. said she was the office <laughs> sweetheart. Yeah. You're gonna get me in trouble here. Yeah. yeah. That's a bit uh, bad. Chris. Because what what you're saying is schools are quite nice now. Not like not like when I went to school and it was all cold showers and and being spanked every day. No, I wouldn't say so much nice. People yeah, pay I went good to money for that. Too. Yeah. <laughs> Reach arounds, biscuit oh, sorry. games. Biscuit, oh, not soggy biscuit. But anyway, so last day of schools, who wants to go first with their, their tail? We'll go it. Primary school, yeah. I went and saw Back to the Future 3. <laughs> that was my last day of primary school. My dad took me as a treat to see Back to the Future 3. What, God. during? Uh, like, after after school. So I finished okay. school, and that's the thing I remember really clearly about it. But fast forward six or seven years, I woke up in a ditch after having about six cans of special brew. You were out for six or seven years. Jesus Christ, that must have been amazing. Wow. Yeah. What was your dad thinking? That is, that is I, I, wasn't, I wasn't involved with my dad on the special brew. That was secondary school. 
But that was that was not that was my first experience with drink and probably one of my what, last primary school. Good work. No, secondary <laughs> school. Oh, back into the cinema. That's what I <laughs> Do you know what? Actually, well, that reminds me of my 17th birthday when I went around and told I was doing a uh, I was on YTS at the time working for Granada TV Rental. In the warehouse. I know it does. I know. I know. I know. Most of the listeners <laughs> won't know what TV rental is. You used to have to rent your telly. Back in the old days, you used to have a slot meter on the back of your telly, and you had to put fifty pences in for, to get like three hours worth of TV. Otherwise, the TV would just shut down. And brilliant idea. Do you understand what he's talking about, Daisy? No, this was before my time. <laughs> These are back in the old days, and I remember my seventeenth birthday. I told everybody I worked with that I was eighteen, and they took me to the pub and got me absolutely wankered on Bacardi and Coke. Ooh. And they gave me a lift home, and I refused. I didn't want to go home. I said, look, just drop me up at the local park, I'll meet all my mates up here a bit later. And I remember staggering around this local park, it must have been about <laughs> three o'clock in the afternoon, getting the old chap out for a whiz. What? And then, yeah, oh. against, against the wall of this park, and then just falling over backwards and collapsing. Oh With your old chap and still then, out? The old chap still out. The next thing I know, I'm being gently nudged in the shoulder by the boot of a very large copper. Oh. Asking me what the fucking hell I think I'm doing there. You're scaring Not all much. the children. <laughs> Nothing's changed. Was the old chap still out? And, yeah, with the old chap still out. So I zipped up. He very kindly took me home. Oh, I, what a nice after copper. stopping halfway uh, for me to be sick out of the cop car. Wow. Got home. I asked him how much I owed him. And <laughs> then, uh, and then he, he took me in and have a, had a quiet word with my dad. Right. And I went to bed and I stayed in bed for two days because I was so ill. Wow. wow. Can anyone top that? No. Not true. I've got a pretty good story of my, on, my last day. So it was kind of a tradition for my school that everybody gets super drunk and heads down to Himes Park Field, as it was known. Oh, um, I love it. So the is start that, of my day is... Was it not called that? In, no, right? no, that, that, that uh, is the name. It's Himes Park Field, but it's emphasised, you know. Um, so got ready in the morning and made myself look beautiful. And I remember walking into my maths lesson and one of the boys going to me, it's not prom yet. And I was like, well, you know, it's the last day of school. Got super drunk. And then basically for the rest of the night. No, this was after school. Okay, so we right. left school. We, I think we left at lunchtime on my last day. It was just, you know, yep. just everyone wishing you well for yeah, the future. Yeah, yeah. Got super, super drunk. Special K and all that malarkey, as Will did. <laughs> and um, what, I remember going home. <laughs> yeah, of course we had a bit of that. Fucking I was 16 hell. at the well, time. Thank you very I suppose, much, Stuart. Yeah. <laughs> And um, God, yeah, God, I got home yourself. and I had, um, <laughs> I'd been written on by all of my friends. So the, the tradition was to write over the shirt. Oh, like, yeah, well, so that was, yeah, everyone wrote on my but shirt. But it ended up like going from the shirt, which was already completely full, to your body. Ooh, and when right. I got home, Tilly I, wasn't I got there, sat down. No, I, no, Tilly wasn't there. I didn't know him at the time. Luckily, I got just sat as down, well, really. I got sat down by my dad and I was told, why have you got writing over your chest? And what I remember sitting there having to say? try and explain. It was just the name of one of our friends, which was Eugene. Oh, so yeah. at that time, then it was like, who's, who's Eugene? you didn't Eugene? know anyone called Spunky Nun or no, something. No, that was a safe bet. So, um, yeah, I just remember getting, you know, sat down. and. Tilly's gone awfully basically. quiet. Is this one for the was bank or something, Tilly? <laughs> you, you, I'm recording this. You, you know what? The same happened at my school. And I got well, my shirt. Well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My moves. No, my um, I had the, I had the shirt written on. I got home, and it was it was a really great shirt. And I was really proud of it. And my mum said, "Oh, that shirt, that dirty shirt. I've just washed it." So my mum washed oh, all no. the names off the shirt on my uh, final really? day of school. She was so proud that she cleaned it and got it spotless, but she'd wiped the whole thing off. Yeah, I can beat that one. I had my back in '93. I went to see Blur and got the entire band to sign my shirt, Blur '93 shirt. 
and I took it home and my girlfriend washed it. Oh, no. Washed all the oh, names out. Is that why she's so an ex-girlfriend? At the end of it, were, were they just a blur? Oh, <laughs> I, I, I don't get it. I don't get that. See, I've actually still got all my shirts in a bag that I keep, and I look at it and God, I'm they again, must and, stink. And yeah. when I look at it, the, the main message is um, Daisy was here. Yeah, Y2K, loving buff boys, as we would say. <laughs> loving buff boys. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. Is that, that's what that was written on. Yeah, 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 exactly. Pete, as a man from Poland, what, how do you celebrate the end of school in Poland? Yeah, I think we have something in common here. Uh, the drinking bit is definitely uh, Which is why thing. you turn up to work every day. Pissed. Absolutely out of <laughs> your face. Yeah, exactly. That's uh, one of these things. Uh, so... Yeah, probably that's the reason why I can't remember much of my last day at school. And uh, all I can say it was uh, we went we went to uh, a Russian market where we could buy a. Women. Ah, I wish no, no, just just Super the vodka. Good. Small money xenophobia yeah. isn't there. Yeah. <laughs> Have you so, met Adam? Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah equivalent of fifty pence per bottle, and we could buy a lot of it, and that's a great time. I bet that was like rocket fuel. Uh, uh, yeah, something it probably close was to rocket it. fuel. It was called Stolichnaya. Wow, oh, nice Stoli. And Moskovskaya. Yeah, about fifty, even less than that. I heard Stoli. Yeah, no. wow. high quality That's petrol, rocket petrol. Oh, it's supposed to be good shit, though, isn't it? It is the best shit. Be okay, right, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, two people left. Adam, yes. hang on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Can we just explain visually what is going on here at the moment? Somebody's brought Alex a, a bottle of Peroni, but yeah. they haven't brought him a bottle opener. So, so the, everyone is slowly trying yeah, to open it on I'm the wall. I'm just glad no one's tried to do it with their teeth yet. Che yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. Next time. Of this really old and beautiful yeah. hotel that we're slowly crumbling by opening bottles on the wall. I've taken a couple of times. It's okay. Have you? Sweet. Yeah. RGN. Through. So Adam, what's your Adam. story? Well, following on from the thing that everybody else is talking about, beer certainly comes into it. Flour and eggs also came into it for me as well. What, well, you're making pancakes? Yeah, no, no, it's Lovely. pretty much a tradition. You know, you'd egg people, then flour them, and then send them out into the pub in the evening. So, leaving school, beer for everybody except for me. It was the one and only time that I was in detention from school no. on the last day. Oh. <laughs> now, there's a couple of other things I need to introduce you to here before I go into why. I went to an all-boys school, and we were all gits. We were all gits, okay? There was a kid in the school. Hang on, whoa, hang on. what's a git? Is that a bit like a <laughs> yeah, well, it's pretty much exactly I like that. But I wasn't worse. Worse. Oh, right. Yeah. I didn't think I could say that word right now. <laughs> you but I, I can say that word. So, an all boys school. Um, we had a chap in school. His name was Hamlin in an all boys school, and he was just like Finbar Saunders from Viz. So, he was going to get <laughs> trouble. Okay. Now. Does anyone remember Aha? Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Aha! Yeah, yeah. Aha. Uh -huh. My parents told me about them. Remember those stupid little bangle things that yeah, they had? Yeah, right, yeah, okay. yeah. At the same sort of time of this, there was a big thrash metal scene. I'm a, I'm a little bit older than um, some of the guys here. And apparently, according to one of my mates at school, it was the thing at the time in the metal clubs to have handcuffs wrapped around your arms like that, you know, like you do with the Aha bangles kind of thing. Right. So he came into school with handcuffs on the last day, having <laughs> seen a metal gig the night before. Yeah. Hamlin was a kid in everybody, you know, that was just a weird kid in school. Flour and eggs and loads of beer. So all put all this all together, the poor boy Hamlin was handcuffed to the fence, <laughs> stripped oh. down, wearing absolutely nothing. Floured and egged for the afternoon, <laughs> back into school, back into the lessons in the afternoon, just to let us all go out to uh, you know the big wide world at the end of school. Headmaster comes in, collars me and my mate Dan, and we have to spend <laughs> that night and the weekend in school whilst everybody else is out in the pub. 
Ladies and gentlemen, we have yeah. a winner. Hamlin, we're really sorry, man. I, I, I went to a posh <laughs> or boys school. And you and got fisted on the last day. Oh, <laughs> for God's sake. Oh. And was it a Catholic I don't, They were quite creative, I think, in their final day. There was light and dark that hey. day. So, so like we, we, there was a posh quadrangle in the middle of the school. Surround, so four walls. What? You know, a piece I, I of grass, used to drive one of those. Surrounded by four <laughs> walls. <laughs> and some of, the, some of the smarter lads took one of the teacher's cars, took it entirely apart from the car park, went into the quadrangle and put it back together again in there. What? Overnight. So he woke up, wow. he came into a school, couldn't find his car in the car park, and then it was in the middle of this quad. And wow. It would have to be... So that was very creative and impressive, <laughs> a prank. And that quite innocent. Quite... Quite... I want to know why the something. teacher didn't drive his car home the night before, though. Was he with one of the students, maybe? Oh, 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 oh. Daisy. Daisy. Can Very we have good. clarification? What kind of car was this? I can't, I can't remember. I can't remember. Yeah, I've, 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 I've got to be honest here. I'm calling bullshit on this. It was a go-kart. No, that's, that's true. It was a, re, it was a, it was a Renault Quadrangle. That's what it was. <laughs> so that was quite a sweet thing. But then there were some more rebellious lads in the air, I guess. And they somehow got hold of a severed pig's head and put what it on a spire fuck? at the top of the school. Nice. And they filled the kitchen full of maggots and everyone had to go home Not nice. and uh, couldn't come back for summer. a while. For <laughs> yeah, summer. summer. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that light leaves, dark. That leaves you, Kev. Yeah, I had an interesting uh, last day of school. Primary school, this is. Did you kill anyone? I didn't kill anyone, Aww. no. Uh, but I was, I was uh, taken out at midday. So I didn't even finish the last day of school. Yeah. And I was taken to Wembley, old Wembley. Yeah. Oh, here we go. To see Michael Jackson, Bad Tour, 1987. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can't get better than that, can you? Did he touch you? He didn't. Oh, <laughs> but he <assisted> <laughs> <laughs> That's a winner. That is a lovely, yeah. lovely way to end school. Michael yeah. Jackson, 87. Shamu! Yeah. Motherfucker. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and on that note... That is, uh, well, that's the last tale of school and indeed the last tale of this section. So moving on, we're going to talk about our first grown-up holidays. Uh-huh. So joining us for this section is Shivali. Hello. Hello, Shivali. Hi. What do you do at IGN? I work on the sales side of things. I sell film advertising for our wonderful websites. like it. We've got Drew Lubega. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello, Alex. Why are you that's talking such about a that? I don't know. I'm well, making my debut on a podcast and I feel that I need to be differentiating myself from <laughs> the competition. I thought you won last year's summer special. I didn't make it. I actually fell asleep in my bed. Yeah. True story. Oh, that's right. <laughs> and uh, Mr. Whole, whole Shebang. So I'm here tell, now. Our, tell our listeners, what do you do? What do I do? It's, it's a, a question, question that my mother, every day. my mother often asks me. <laughs> um, so I actually work on Ask Men UK, which is the biggest men's lifestyle site right, going. All right, all right, let's do the marks then. Okay, all right, all right. You all right, work right, on right. Ask Men. Thank you very much. Mr. Ian Chambers. Hello. Who are you? Ian Chambers, you He's just said. He's the boss. <laughs> <laughs> He's the I hate that man. question. It wasn't a question, but thank but you. I, I wanted you to explain to our readers, you control everything at IGN, don't you? Coffee, yeah, the milk, <laughs> yeah, toilet seats, everything, <laughs> everything. You've seen the Wizard of Oz. He's like the little fella with the curtain, with the curtain, yeah. <laughs> and the wings. She hasn't uh, got a curtain yet. We've got Mike. <laughs> yes, hello. My name's Mike Goldstein, and today's my first day. It's your first day. Yeah, this is Mike Goldstein's first. Welcome, welcome, Mike. How are you finding it so far? Excellent, excellent. Thank you. That's nice, Louisa. Hi. Hello. Now. Hello. How what are do you, you? do, at IGN? Um, I am the consumer sales manager, uh, working alongside Shiv on the sales team. It's all ads. It's, it's all ads. ads. It's all ads. And it's what, finally, what makes the world go round. Uh, Michael Hand. I'm head of consumer lifestyle. 
Um, and, you, and you support Man City, don't you? Uh, <laughs> yeah, we, we, we don't want to fall out on our, our first ever podcast appearance, this, do we, Alex? I just, I've got to be honest with you, this is the sexiest bunch of voices we've ever had really? on the podcast. Yeah, apart from you. I mean, obviously. Always. And a, a broad church of action. The yeah. yeah. well. What can we all say together that's extremely sexy, Stuart? Hello. Yeah, let's do a hello oh, after hello. three. One, two, three. <laughs> hello. Anyway. One for the bank. This section is talking about well, our first grown-up holidays and, of course, uh, when we're on holiday, if we behave badly abroad. Now, Ian, as the boss of IGN, surely you've never done anything bad, have you? That wasn't the section I was given, was it? <laughs> <laughs> well, you're on the spot now. Our listeners are listening. I've never done anything badly abroad at all, but I can tell you about my first grown-up holiday. Okay, you, you tell me that. Can I do that? Yes. So There must have been some bad. We'll come to that later. I'll think about that. <laughs> okay. So I remember going my first, it was an all-inclusive thing, Mallorca. Yep. Minorca. 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 1994. With my best mate. And um, it was one of those all-inclusive things, which, um, you know, you get dodgy burgers and you get cheap vodka yeah. and, you know, all that kind of stuff. It's a bit like today. A bit like today. <laughs> in in, in Mallorca. Um, and what I remember is this weird thing happening, which we were walking down the street, you know, we had a few drinks, as you do, and suddenly I was back in South End or South, you know, or, or Margate or somewhere. It was like property with milk <laughs> pub. And we ended up, do you know what we ended up doing most of the week? No. Sitting in a pub, drinking John Smith's, watching wow. Only Fools and Horses and eating Walker's Crisps. <laughs> I've been Jeez. to that yeah. pub. <laughs> <laughs> like, an holiday, isn't that it? is a grown-up holiday. I can do it anywhere in the world. It's like another world out there. <laughs> home How from home. You? 18. 18. <laughs> so since then, you've grown and you've become more culturally aware. Thank you. That was really hard to say. With a straight face. After a few drinks, actually. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so nothing bad happened. Really? Are you going to put me on the spot or are you going to edit this bit out? I'll tell you what, I'll come back to you later right. on. So, Mike, first day on the job. Yep. So, What's the worst um, thing you've ever done abroad? Worst thing. Um, when I was 17, so back in the late 90s, I um, went to Tenerife, fairly standard lads holiday, applied to Las Americas, about eight of us, had the t-shirts printed, names on the back, standard affair, nice. wall chart up in the apartment, you know how it goes. Classy. Classic. Yeah. Yeah. So um, one night we went to a phone party that was uh, no. all you can drink, again, completely standard affair. I was yeah. going to say, this is a walking, quid, talking cliche. Get drinking. Or, um, or, or you can drink much and then vomit, basically. Pretty much, yeah. pretty much, the standard affair. Anyway, halfway through the night, we were told um, Tenerife Uncovered were coming to film at the venue. Oh, wow. So okay. as 17-year-old lads, we thought, right, we're going to do everything we can possibly here to get on camera yeah so um the rest of the night passed by we kind of made idiots out of ourselves did some kind of stupid dances whatever whatever we could to get on camera anyway nothing happened thought nothing of it three or four months later came back to the uk oh. sitting with my feet up in my lounge with my parents watching sky and uh, all of a sudden tenerife uncovered comes on <laughs> and it is the episode of us in the phone pie oh, no. and it is literally the most embarrassing thing you've ever seen like uh, following a group of girls around and they're going so did you have a good night at the phone party to the girls? And the girls are kind of going, 
Yeah, it was great, apart from these dickheads who kept following us around. <laughs> oh, no. the, the camera pans to our mates, who are my, me and my mates, who are all standing topless in this phone party doing the most ridiculous dances you've Doing ever seen. <laughs> anyway, and I promise you this, to this day, that episode is still repeated. Yes! Now, here's the wonderful thing, because, of course, what we like to do when we write up the podcast story is we normally put in maybe a picture or a bit of video. So when we get back to the office, we will <laughs> be get that video. down on you. We'll get that video. Perfect. That is excellent. Amazing. What about you, Louisa? Um, well, I there are a couple of holidays that spring to mind, but my first holiday that we were particularly naughty was um, myself and eight other friends. Um, we went to San Antonio in our far. Sweet. Standard. And we rented an apartment, which was we thought was very grown up. Very and grown up. Um, for some reason, my brother and his best friend were there as well. We don't know how they managed to sort of get onto the holiday. But um, we had a massive ant in- infestation. It was unreal. We had ants everywhere. Is that a code for crabs or something? <laughs> <laughs> no, just ants. Well, ants just in ants your pants. That just just it was, clarity It was day one, so it was still just ants. Um, <laughs> and um, I just it was out now. Yes, yeah, it was all. Anyway, 13 years clear. later, it's all clear. <laughs> <laughs> so we were told that um, to clear up ant infestations and to get rid of them, you had to um, stop Apply them in their cream. tracks with toothpaste. <laughs> <laughs> so we poured so much toothpaste down all the pipes and in all the cracks. I'm sure that you we did. Actually <laughs> That's an unfortunate oh, choice of words. Why do I always get myself <laughs> in these situations? <laughs> so toothpaste down the cracks. Um, stop it, please. <laughs> We clogged up the whole impa- apartment block and we actually got evicted. No. Yeah, and um, on the same holiday, earlier that day, we had there was one particular um, girl that came with us that we didn't like very much and we thought it'd be hilarious to put laxatives in her tea. Oh, you bitch. So, um, and it was hilarious watching her sort of hop from foot to foot while we had our suitcases out in San Antonio High Street. Um, but that was a bit mean. And then I think to top it off on that holiday... Um, we went at the end of the summer, and I don't know whether anybody else has heard of this phrase, but um, it's something called the end of summer grab, where <laughs> by the end of the summer, most people have most we people have kind office. of you know sort of you know found the nice ladies or the nice men or whatever, and by the end of the summer, you don't really care. You just want to snog as many men or women as you can. So um, which at, one was it for you? Set, it was, yeah, I'm looking for the men. I'm looking for the men. And um, at that stage, um, everyone started to get a little bit desperate and my brother ended up snogging my best friend, which is a little bit like walking into your parents' room watching them have sex. I thought you were going to say he ended up snogging you. No! (laughs) Which would have been a bit weird. A little weird, no. Do you know, if I had a klaxon horn, I would would sound it now (laughs) because that was too far. I'm just saying. (laughs) Have you got video footage for yours, Louisa? (laughs) Yes, I do. Can we post Uh, a link on the the website for that? Shivali, can you top that story? God, it's a tough one to top, but mine is cliche all over. It was the first holiday I had as a grown-up. I went with two of my best friends. We went to Ayanapa Massive Ayanapa, Ayanapa. on Ooh. a 20s holiday. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. A 20s I holiday. I wasn't 20, but we went <laughs> on a 20s, 20s holiday. Sorry, can you explain? Oh, wow. <laughs> Have you heard of 1830s? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so the same like thing, but even trashier. How? That's oh, trashier. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, my God. 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 Oh, my God.
17 or 18. You were um, <laughs> But uh, the, the, theme, the, the, the plan is that you're in your 20s, you're out there for the same thing, which is cheap vodka. And some naughty behaviour, I guess. <laughs> there was a lot of. You should have a word game. with Polish Pete. He's got the vodka. I'm not sure about the naughty behaviour, but he can sort you out with that. He's got a, an amazing uh, Polish hot dog. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> he's got an award for it. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So it it was um, it was just extremely drunken, and you kind of essentially hang out with the same group of people because you're all on the same 20s holiday yeah. so you do the same trips and stay in the same apartment go to the same, same bars pools. in the evening and, and they have like a rep that encourages you to drink as much of course that's their job yeah. As possible. Yeah. yeah and um silly games like foam and yay you know i miss it i'm too old <laughs> for that t-shirt competitions let's yeah. recreate it tonight yeah. <laughs> that is a typical Starting day in the ign that's coming, hey, yeah. that's coming from the boss Hello, in, um, in ibiza there was this club uh, i can't remember the name of it but they had a night called shag tag and oh you basically God. you basically had you a badge out? i know you basically had a badge with a number on it and there were screens all over this club and if your number came up on the screen it it, it then basically married you up to another number and you had to find that number and basically just snog them do you know I call, or, do you know I call that? Or, yeah, exactly, except you know, you know I call that? IGN Offsite 2012. <laughs> <laughs> the planning has begun. Let's <laughs> come from the top. Do we get to do it in the people? I love the clapping, but the fact is, it's we have wrong. three girls in this company, yeah. so what are the rest of you going to do? <laughs> man on man, is that what we're talking about? Comedy. What? Do you know what? Have we got a video camera? 50% of them you haven't seen some of the films I've seen, Yeah. I'd also say... That means we're all going to be fine, I think. This is much dirtier than the Christmas podcast. We've got a year to work on this oh, yeah. uh, Andrew is the epitome of the stylish man yep what's the worst thing you've done on holiday Alex you know well stylish men like myself we do not behave badly <laughs> I don't so believe that for a second nothing like you're a what you're bitch, thinking of you has ever taken place <laughs> uh, no seriously look I was kind of dragged into this section I was on holiday as it happens and uh, got the email <laughs> flew, I back <laughs> flew back especially for this segment yeah. and uh, you know I was, I was forced into this segment the truth is I don't have the kind of story you're looking for. Nothing to match what we've heard so far. Lie. What I will say is I'm perfectly placed to talk about other people's bad behaviour, right? And what I've witnessed this holiday, which I've just come back from, is bad tattoos. Yes. Bad tattoos. Shit tattoos, basically. I hear you. Guys, yeah. generally with, you know, tattoos that they got when they were 17, 18, <laughs> yeah. on their ankles. Yeah. The worst tattoo you can get is? British Anyone? Bulldog. What kind of tattoo? Where? Your name? British Bulldog. A neck tattoo. Oh. Oh, oh, an X, yeah. yeah. Do you trust a guy with a neck tattoo? Oh, a neck tattoo? Yeah. Oh, no, God, no. Yeah, the one that goes across there and just cut here. He'd kill me in the middle of the night. <laughs> they, they, no. are, they are from prison. Yeah. They've been an, trained there. An expiration date of their best mate. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. What, a facial tattoo is pretty Dave. bad. Yeah. Yeah. A spider yeah. spider's way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And, let, you know, let's be honest, ladies, the tramp stamp is not a good look. It's not a sexy it's look. Not, no. What's the tramp stamp? That it's one on, there. On the uh, okay, you know, I'll get it removed. That, that one of mine you've seen several times. <laughs> <laughs> Gaping. No, anyway. oh, the one that says wow. It's not the one that says please come again. <laughs> Uh, okay, Ooh. keep moving. <laughs> Can you edit this bitch too? Yeah, it's too far, yeah, too far. Okay. <laughs> That's my contribution. Thank you Thank very much. Thank you very much, uh, Drew. And that leaves you, Michael Hand. Yeah. Have you uh, ever had a hand in anything bad? When <laughs> Do you know what? I'm <laughs> 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 
never happened before, has <laughs> yeah. it? Never. Well, actually, it's, it's an original hand joke, Michael. <laughs> but the best hand joke actually relates to uh, what, what, my first on? holiday. Was uh, <laughs> we were all given tour T-shirts, and my uh, mum, being the the, the 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 wonderful lady that she was, sorry, she's still with us. She's not a dead listener. She's still with us. Now she's not so good. Time of recording. She's looking down on you today. Condescending bitch. Yeah, we were all in Manchester Airport, obviously waiting. Do you mind? She's not condescending. I was in that comment. We were all in Manchester Airport, and yeah, sixteen lads going to Magaluf, seventeen years old. Well, where else is there? And we all had tour T-shirts, but I couldn't put mine on. My mum was desperate to kind of wave us off. Aww. And uh, she's like, look, let's get a photograph. Let's all get your T-shirts. And I was like, it's all right. I'll, I'll put mine on when we're over there. And uh, yeah, God, she, she insisted. She, she literally <laughs> wouldn't let me go without it. Uh, and I got my T-shirt out and mine had handjob on the back of it. <laughs> yes. So uh, yeah, that was what the else? start of the whole day. Ian's dreams are fulfilled. <laughs> <laughs> which actually leads me on to my, uh, to my other story, which is a friend of mine. As we were in Magaluf, we were... Shagamuff was one of my friends. Well, Rag- Ragamuff it was, it was <laughs> known at the time. Oh. And uh, yeah, the, the, the kind of topic of conversation had turned around to masturbation. And we're all sat around the, the pool. Um, we've met some girls over there as well. <laughs> the masturbation pool. Yeah. The masturbation. Where the hell do you go on it holiday? Was, it was very cloudy, that pool, by this point. Oh. And, uh, no, I mean, the hotel. It was only one star. <laughs> we were 17 years old from Manchester, I mean. Yeah. Michael, you, you found the level of the IGN UK podcast. Yes. At last. I like it. I'm taking Someone it down. It. I'm taking it down single-handedly. There we go. Yeah. Bringing it He's back. He's good. He's, bringing it He's back. coming back. Um, so anyway, we're all sat around, and there was this classic, classic story of... Um, Lads, you know if you um, kiss it in your hand and then masturbate, it feels like someone else is doing it. Everyone's like nodding their head, going, yeah, yeah. I looked to my right and I could see there was one of the lads just sat there looking really perplexed. And so anyway, we all disappeared off and went and got changed, ready for a night out. All came back down, met up with the same girls, you know, having a lovely drink, everything was fine. All of a sudden I get a tap on the shoulder from my unnamed friend to shave his blushes if he is listening to this podcast, which he well might be actually. What's and, his name? Uh, I couldn't. T- I couldn't possibly tell you Rob's name. It would be very. <laughs> but um, yeah, he just tapped me on the shoulder and said, "Michael, um, listen up. While we we're away, I, I tried out what we what we talked about around the pool. It was just no different. What do you mean?" He said, "Well, I was sat there on my hand." <laughs> <laughs> And if you could visualise this, uh, listeners, he was actually sat on the hand and still masturbating with the other hand. So, hence the reason it felt absolutely no different. From that day, out of our entire group of friends, that was then known for the sake of this podcast as a, as a Rob. It wasn't his, as as his surname. And he's never lived it down since. And uh, yeah, he's now incarcerated. So, happy Absolutely. Well, thank you very much, guys, for your contributions. And next up, our favourite holiday arcade games. So returning for this section is Keza. Hey. We also have Daniel. Hello. Sadan. Yo. And Rich Keen is back. Hello. After last year where you revealed all about your stepmom's bosoms. That's absolutely correct. It is absolutely correct. So we're going to talk about the arcade games that kind of we love during the summer. Rich, what was the game that you played most during the summer? My, my arcade youth was a combination of Street Fighter 2, yeah. Final Fight. Wh- which version of Street Fighter 2? Uh, the original. Not Who, Championship Edition or anything like that? Championship Edition. Who yeah. was your player of choice? Uh, Ryu or Ken. Okay. So yeah. we, Good to see you're not no. a cheesy blanker. 
<laughs> Cheesy blanket. It's something awful. I often accuse you of these days. Yeah. <laughs> Daniel and I were talking it about this just now, game. and it, it's only in this bizarre games universe can the name Ken be cooler than the name Ryu. And, and yeah. you know what? Ken's slightly better than Ryu. Ken is in his own right. He is, yeah. It's a double role. Ken's dirty. Dirty Ken. Yeah. Why? Because he's too simple. He requires no technique. Dirty Ken. Shut up. Who do you play in Street Fighter then? I play Chun Li because she's got amazing thighs. And I aspire to that. Yet die. Yet die. I completely yeah. aspire to Chun Li's thighs. I think Daniel also aspires to Chun Li's thighs. We yeah, were having I'm a discussion about them. this earlier. You've you've got quite close to Chun Li's thighs. Yeah, I have. You've emulated them. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's no just proximity. Can you do a spinning bird kick? <laughs> yeah, I can actually. Do it now. Uh, Don't I'll do, do it. it. We've got a video camera. And okay. can you do the? If you do it, I'll do the um vocal the vocal effect she does when she says it. Ready? Imbaki. <laughs> I think she actually says spinning bird kick. No. Yes. Spinning bird kick. Ah, really? Of course yeah. it is. I thought it was Imbagi. No. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, did you not actually just say spinning bird kick? Yeah, that's what she said. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's what she it. says. Oh, it's ja- I it's thought like you meant in Japanese. No, she, says, she says it's it in a Japanese accent. Ah, I see. It's my, my, my <laughs> feeble childish brain just didn't accept it. It's the same with films or, or, or music lyrics. I always thought that Bob Marley, Exodus, Movement of the People, was Movement of Chapatis. That's all what? I heard in my mind. I had visions of people crossing the desert holding bread to, it, you to know escape. You know what? Enslaved. Keep keep the sun off. No, keep no, the sun no, off. no, 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 no. If, if these pop musicians would learn to speak instead of mumbling, uh, maybe we'd swagger get somewhere. Mean? Does anyone know what swagger jagger means? Well, it topical? means swagger like Mick Jagger when he was about twenty, doesn't it? It means be really cool, man. I thought it was a it was a strange. Uh, uh, what's the word? A strange uh, sexual corruption. practice. It was oh. a corruption of swagger jacker. What's a swagger jacker? So when someone steals your style, they're a swagger jacker. That's ah. what the kids are saying Is that these right? days. Yes. Yeah. Swagger jacker or swagger jagger? Well, swagger jacker, I don't know. I, I really okay. don't know. I think swagger jagger is supposed to be, I don't know. Kids. What does swagger jacker mean? Kids, if you're listening to this podcast and you know what Kezra is talking about, because I don't. <laughs> Chances are, Alex, know. if the kids were listening to this podcast, they would have switched off about 20 minutes okay. ago. Anyway, it's IGN UK feedback, IGN.com. Yeah. Please uh, tell us what Swagger Jagger means. We were talking about uh, arcade games we you were. used to play on holiday as a youth, and, the, and uh, there's a couple that I absolutely adored when I was a kid. And one of them was Gorf, which was absolutely brilliant because it was like four different games in one. That, and that was the invention before colour graphics, wasn't it? That's right, you big twat. <laughs> <laughs> and the other one was was Xevious, which I still think is one of the best arcade games ever arcade made. Game. Really enjoyed yeah. that. And there was one in my... Uh, we used to go to a place called Shalabra Beach down in Devon, which was about, uh, uh, about a 30-minute drive from where we lived. And they had one of those little shonky arcades with games that were a few years out of date and a couple of really, really dodgy pinball machines that you only had to breathe on and they tilt. But one yeah. of them was the old Star Trek pinball machine as well. That which was I an amazing loved. Really machine. good pinball machine. Next Generation, Star Trek Next Generation one, is that one? No, 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 this was Star Trek, oh, really? the original okay. one, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. that old. It's that old, <laughs> yeah. It's from the 60s. And when, of course, when you say it's a good arcade machine... Pinball you- machine. Oh yeah, pinball machine. How do you define a good pinball machine? All is right, because of the, oh, the graphics of stuff. or because of? No, no, Come no, on, no, man. No, no. Do you really not know much about pinball? Because I've, pinball, I've, really, I've played it on a computer, but I've never liked. Well, you haven't played pinball oh, then. You're That's, an idiot. No, you haven't played pinball because when you get a good pinball machine like Theatre of Magic or the Adams Family or a machine like that, Adams Family is good. Pinball it absolutely machine. takes over your life because it's so exciting, it's so visceral, and it, you really connect to the machine because it's such as this massive bulk of a machine, and you've got this this. Uh, little metal ball flying around at top speeds all over the place and you're doing things with it which you never thought was possible. Pinball can be just the most exciting few minutes of your life. It's as good as punching question. a massive ball at Stuart, uh, have you ever uh, made love fairs. to a woman? Uh, 
Qualify woman. With his silver balls. But to answer your question, it, it's just there's lots going on, and it's not all about the video screen. In fact, the video screen means nothing. Mm. But it's, you know, there's intricacies that you learn over time. So yeah. you can pick it up and play it straight away. But the more you play it, the more it gives. Did you ever play Attack from Mars? Now that was uh, a fine not pinball I remember. machine. No. But, but the other thing is, is that there, there used to be pinball machines in pubs all across the UK. Yes. You just don't get that anymore. No, yeah, exactly. that, that's the thing. If you wanted to play pinball, where would you go now? I, not on Xbox seen. Live, no. no. I, I don't know. There used to be a couple in the arcade on, on uh, Oxford Street near us. Right. They've long gone there. That's where yeah. I used to spend my lunch times. Uh, I, uh, most good pinball machines are now in the hands of private collectors. There used to be a place in Shoreditch, um, I think it was called the Blue Bar, if I remember rightly, that had machines in there, but I don't know if it's still there or not. So. I think maybe we should, we should start an IGN pinball machine collection. Sounds good. Guys, if you've got any uh, recollection of pinball machines, if you've got one at home, let us know, the usual address. Or, or even it, if you're it, just a pinball wizard. Yes. Or if you, don't, a if you don't know what a pinball machine is, then write and then Stu will yeah, tell you. Wikipedia. So. <laughs> what about the WWF? Was it four or six player? Yeah. Game? I used to love that. Well, because that's similar, but like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was the other thing. That was, I got that was the only one. I mean, my, my dad, my lovely stepdad, yeah. bless him, used to take us on horrible holidays to the north of Scotland where all we were allowed to do was go and sail on lakes. Sail. I say sail. Kind of, you know tentatively sit on a crappy rusty boat or we were allowed to walk up hills so there were no arcade machines really but once once we were allowed a seaside holiday and all i played was t teenage mutant ninja turtles amazing game and the simpsons game the simpsons game with uh, the the two players of bart and marge right. and lisa and Homer. Yeah. that was good but that's my entire experience of the arcade i'm afraid is those two cabinets see i was lucky because i uh, for a lot of my childhood i lived on the seaside so my evening where did you after live school uh selsey bill selsey bill yes as as uh, in, in the madness song yeah. i've even yes. been to selsey bill Absolutely. well i have yes, <laughs> uh, yes. um uh, and so yeah i spent a lot of time in that's arcades the other one place. was um, obviously Gauntlet everyone knows Gauntlet I was going to say Gauntlet as a multiplayer game there was a sci-fi game called Quartet but it was a side-scrolling uh, sci-fi thing for four players came out just about a year after Gauntlet that was another game that you're I on your own there kid to load of tempies, really but, yep. I got into a lot of trouble for playing the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle game why we went to Hawaii once and um all my family. I love the way you just threw that in there. Uh, the weekend. Just up one of the turtles with a little headband, gave him some pizza. That's better than being on a fucking loch, isn't it? Yeah, I just wanted to trump your holiday a little bit. Yeah. Just, I went just to fucking Blackpool. <laughs> <laughs> so what we is wrong with that? Blackpool's it's dead. No, it's great. Cool, it's, it's got a tower and and stuff. Anyway, yeah. in Hawaii. <laughs> so we were hanging out in Oahu. And, uh, hell, mate. Uh, all, all my family wanted to go back to the hotel and I told them that I wanted to stay on the beach and I must have been about 11 and then your stepmom was there with her tits oh, out oh, <laughs> to, be fair, to be fair she was but th th that's not the, the, the big attraction so they all went back to the hotel and I told them that I wanted to stay I, I, I dig my heels in and I pulled a real strop what I really wanted heels. to do was go down the arcade that I'd found yeah. and play Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles yeah. with a man who used to what? <laughs> used to give me quarters I'm sure oh, oh, to stand by him oh, oh, oh. I can't I've got these weird blanks of memory glitter. around that experience oh, no. but honestly I, I remember getting dragged out of there by, my, by my folks who thought I'd been attacked and kidnapped why are you molested? Jesus I don't know but you don't know I don't know so. what about you Daniel? About me, um, if you went on holiday in Blackpool the whole arcade world must have been available yeah. for you there. Mainly it was just those machines where you put two peas in. Oh, the oh, shove oh, ones. Yeah. The, the shove machines. machines. Yeah, I I by the time those. Daniel and I were on family holidays, the arcade had died an ignominious death, really. Yeah, I got my arcade fixed mainly when I went swimming with my grandparents mm. on a Saturday morning. I used to play um, New Zealand Story. Oh, oh, what a game. Oh, by 
and then I got that for the Amiga. Yeah. And I played that game to death. Yeah. What was it about? Closely related to to Rainbow Islands. It uh, was. I think. It, I think it was. A I think both were uh, Taito, weren't they? Yeah, they were Taito. Taito. Yeah. Do any of you have arcade cabinets at home or anything similar? No, no, I've got a lot. We've so got I've, one in the office. Obviously. I have. Yeah, yeah, my boyfriend has one. He's played it twice. I really? think it's just something you do when you hit about thirty-five. You just buy an arcade machine. And he's but he's played it twice. He's played it twice no. ever. What about Spy Hunter? What about that? It? Is a game. That's a that classic. That is a game. Original House of the Dead is incredible. Yeah. To be fair, that is good. I run two is great. It's Don't quite a big never, chunk never of time been a between fan of yeah. games. Really? No. Why on earth not? I never did really, Sega Rally all the way. Did you? Did you get? Um, was that just because? Was that because the little Sonic keyring hanging from the from the uh, rearview d- mirror? No, I just think Sega Rally when that came out and you were power sliding around in the dirt. That, f- especially in a sit-down machine. Yeah. That was the best. Uh, what about Ridge yeah, Racer? In, in the, in the Toyota. Ridge Racer? That was great. Uh, again, again, skipped by Ridge oh, Racer. See, I think so Ridge it was Racer always was Sega Rally. Me and my mates, we used to come up, we used to go to the Trocadero, spend shitloads of money in Sadly the... Sadly deceased, uh, RIP Trocadero. Yep. Yeah, spend loads of money on Sega Rally. And that's it. Afterburner. Remember Afterburner? Yeah. My first taste of Top Gun. Because there was one in the... Uh, th- there was one in the... Um, the the cabinet that went completely upside oh, down. Yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. Don't do that anymore. No. That's when arcades were offered something different. It went upside down. Yes. When, yeah, it was in a, a, a gyroscope yeah. machine. You strapped yourself in, and you flew around, and went whew, upside down. When you down. lived in Japan, did you ever go to Sega World? Oh, my goodness. I went to several, and they were all hilariously dilapidated. Do you try the weird sort of snowboarding ride where you were you were on basically fixed on a snowboard that went yes. up and down in a U-pipe? I did. Yeah. And you were standing sideways, and you were kind of... Yeah, yeah. Being thrown basically toward away from your center of gravity. I mean, the thing is, arcade. I mean, arcades in Japan are still alive. Yeah. My, my favorite one is this little pogo stick that you get on, and you're a bunny, and you have to hop on your little pogo stick. <laughs> wow. Can we get I want one of those for the office. And Let's eventually, get that. you will win or not win, depending on how you know uh, how Hoppy? with how much co- commitment you have hopped. All right. Commitment. Yes. I wanna, How's I wanna, that calculated? <laughs> I want to posit a question here. Let's let let's let's set the scene. Okay, you're at you're at a seaside. You're yep. you're having a holiday, yep. and lo and behold, you find uh, an amusement arcade. <laughs> you go inside the amusement arcade. Which machine would give you the greatest disappointment if it Ooh. was in there? If there was just one machine in this arcade, what would it be? I oh, know for, for me it's an easy one. It's Dragon's Lair, the the old laziness oh, game. Because God, yeah. fuck me, that was because there's no explanation about what you're supposed no. to do. So you put your quid in because it was yeah. expensive. It was really expensive because the graphics were good. Like the graphics were so wicked. It was just couldn't that. believe it. It's because of all the laserdisc technology, wasn't it? Yeah. But then you didn't know what to do. No, you put a pound in and you're oh, like, game over. You watch something and then you died. It's right. like okay, I didn't realise that I had to push up at that specific time. No, absolute so. bollocks. But similarly, Space Ace, which we came after the same thing. Yeah, yeah. I tell you what is really annoying, and I get caught out by this sometimes, is where it says like games or gaming in what's supposed to be an arcade, like an airport, and you go in and it's just gambling machines, like electronic gambling machines. Yeah. That's a terminology problem. Yeah, no, yeah. Problem. yeah. Didn't they used to be called one arm bandits? They did back in my day. Yeah, but you don't get your thing anymore. It's all about the buttons. Uh, You know those sniping games where you've got like you're a sniper and you're shooting at fucking coins in order to get a kind of rubbish payoff at the end. Those depress me enormously. Yeah, but on the flip side, Operation Wolf. I was just about to say is a fucking game and a half. Brilliant. 
Uh, obviously, you played it at the arcades and you had a little Uzi where you shot your dudes on which, the screen. Which gave you false feedback. Yeah, it used it to did. shake when he used to fire. Rambo then, does that. But then uh, uh, my mate and I got, uh, I got it on the ST, my mate got it on the Amiga on Christmas Day at the same time. So we raced through it. I fucking won. Yeah, but you had, Good for you. you had big borders on the game. He didn't. I don't care. I'm still better at games than him. Just saying. The best and, and we haven't spoken since. <laughs> <laughs> I think the best modern arcade machine is this thing called U-Beat. And it's, uh, it's, it was in the Trocadero for about a week and then it went away. But it's basically a huge pulsating cube, right? Uh. With Divided into 16 tiny little touchscreens. And it's a rhythm action game, so it plays music. And on the 16 individual HD touchscreens, stuff appears. And you have to, like like a crazy octopus tentacled conductor from the future on cocaine, you have to kind of um, just tap everything as it happens. So you've got these 16 quadrants all with different stuff happening, and you have to you have to tap it all. And you, you look mad playing it, but it's it's really like mm. arcade-style absorbing. Yeah. For five What's minutes, you, you, you beat. You beat. It's spelt J-U-B-E-A-T, which is unfortunately, uh, most people say it's Jubeat. Jubeat. But it's not about beating Jews. But right, for, not, for, last we, for last year's uh, annual podcast, obviously we, we went down to Brighton, but we ended up in um, a, bowl a bowling alley yeah. with mm. arcade games. And I, for me, it just highlighted how arcades just aren't that important anymore, which I think is a shame. What if you could have one arcade cab at home? What would you have? Definitely. I would have that game that you used to play that had a, a little silver joystick and you'd put your money and you'd hold on to it and it would give you your personality. Do you remember that one? <laughs> <laughs> the love that's the one, the love the tester. Love yeah, that's tester. it. That's what I'd spend my Are money on all the time. Alex? Probably uh, Sega not. Rally. Oh, Sega Rally. The original yeah. Sega Rally, but in a hydraulic cabinet. Sorry. Nice. What about you guys? <laughs> original House of the Dead. Yeah. Doubt. yeah. That's a lot. That's going to take a lot of real estate. Yeah. But it's okay. worth it. Mr. Krupa. Oh, we've got a New Zealand story for nostalgia. Sweet. Sweet. Nice. I'd have a pinball machine. Definitely. Oh, well, I'd have one along, alongside a Sega Rally. That's greedy. I know. That's I'd, me. I'd, I'd, I'd have Double Dragon. Seriously, Double Dragon. Sweet. Anyway, that's our favourite holiday arcade games. And to finish off this week's podcast, we are going to head over to Listener FU. Uh, so for this section, we are joined by Antonio. Hello, Hello. Antonio. What do you do at IGN? I'm a technical producer. That means um, you do shit that we don't know the fuck you what have it does. No, no, absolutely <laughs> no understanding. But the fact is, you're amazing. Simply. And you've got a weird accent. Um, Where are you from, Antonio? I'm from Australia. Ah, Sydney, there you go. Australia. Racist Tom. Australia. Yeah. Yeah. Let's yeah. make people feel where, where uncomfortable exactly about their voice. I'm just the trying one posting all those <laughs> comments. It's me, it's me. Anyway. Uh, I just wanted to make our listeners clear John! that. Uh, John! Uh, well, uh, so, well, we should come on to that. So, Tom, Tom Butler, you've got all of our lovely listener FU. I've also had a quite a few beers, so uh, this could go horribly wrong. But, um, I like it. Do it. Yeah, basically, we had. Um, I put a shout out on our social networks the other day to ask for further feedback for the summer podcast and we got yeah. loads of really good emails okay. but in fact we're running out of time for a lot of them because so well the thing is it's getting it's getting dark it's, now it's we've getting been recording dark, for about yeah. three hours and it's getting <laughs> three hours. It's really dark <laughs> so if you if your She's name a bit emotional if, you're, all of if your name is Marcus Hodgkinson uh, Ishmael Richard Hamilton uh, Mark Hockheimer or Matthew Evans thank you for your feedback and it was going to get read out but we were talking too much and so. especially okay. Ishmael and Mr Hockheimer thanks for having such amazing Names, yeah. yeah, Mr. Hockheimer okay. was well, from Dusseldorf. Come on, but, Tom. So I asked on Facebook who out of the IGN UK team they would like to go on holiday with, where they would go, and why. So here is the feedback that we got. First from Ashley Savage. He said he'd like to go to, with Dan Kilby. Say hello. Hello. To Brilliant. Amsterdam. 
Hey, to the Eiffel Hello. Tower. I don't know if he thinks what? the Eiffel Tower what? is in Amsterdam. <laughs> but he said he'd like to get a, a prostitute and then high five with Dan. Oh no, Eiffel Tower. Oh really? Prostitute. Oh right, wait, hang on. Wait, Eiffel you, Tower know, you know about, you know about the Eiffel Tower, what is the Eiffel Tower of the prostitute? Oh no, oh, I don't really make don't us say it. Don't make that. us explain. What? Okay, so what is it Eiffel Towering a prostitute? I don't know. I don't want to oh, say. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, 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 I'm a lady. I'm just, not just high five me and imagine Antonio. Virtual sex. Corey Denning says that she would. Uh, he, sorry, he would like to go to Keza. Go to me. Go, go, to go with Keza. <laughs> sorry, I said that a few bits. Hang on. What's that? He'd like to go on Keza. No, they'd like to go with Keza to Forbidden Planet. She. He has. Sorry, he has heard about your Halo Battalion. Oh, well, I would... A hairy what? <laughs> I've, I've heard about Is that euphemism? Is that euphemism? I don't know. I took, I, took, I, took, I took pictures of your Halo Battalion. You did take pictures <laughs> of your Halo Battalion. Are you saying I'm my IGN? <laughs> Jake Jericho would like to go... Jake Jericho? On Is holiday. he a wrestler? Yeah, with Chris Tilly, and he would just wear a T-shirt saying, I'm fucking Chris Tilly. Oh! Wow. That's from last week. That's from last week, so thanks for that, I'm Jake. Chris Tilly. Yeah, no, I said, I said oh, that. Yeah, that was my you idea. You are. I didn't think anyone was having sex with Chris Tilly. Jamie Howell not would like to months. go. <laughs> not, <laughs> oh, not knowingly. Oh. No. Not, Jamie, not Jamie Howell's December. feedback reads, uh, easily, I'd go on holiday with Stuart Reid. We'd have a pint, not anywhere too far away. Maybe the Isle of uh, Man, maybe. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we'd, we'd lament the state of the world and get slowly pissed. Well, yes. unfortunately, Stuart doesn't do slowly piss. No. Stuart gets pissed quickly. He gets, yeah. he gets very drunk. Tom, can I just interject? Did nobody want to go on holiday with either Alex or me? No. Um, no. Well, fuck it. Okay, <laughs> whatever. Should we go on holiday? Let's go on holiday okay. somewhere. Where do you want to go? Raymond Chan. He would also like to go on holiday with Chris Tilly. Oh, yeah. We're a favourite... Uh, yeah. uh, Choice. Uh, they would like to go on holiday with you for the toilet adventures and meeting the porn stars. For the toilet yep. adventures. Toilet adventures. Yeah. Yeah. You don't like toilet stories on these yeah. podcasts. What happens in men's toilets? Use your imagination. I normally get locked in. <laughs> um, and then one final bit of feedback. I do feel conscious that Antonio hasn't said anything yet. Let him read oh, the last okay. bit of feedback out. Okay. Yeah. You can. Can you read that? Because it's in like three D. <laughs> Which Our one? Oh, okay. The very, Which very one? last one. Okay. Um, it's in three D. Andy, Andy Fong. Tom to China. But only if he'll be. <laughs> Can you read that? Joe. 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 Oh, only if you'll be one. Joe. Come on, let's have one. Oh, Joe, I've read it. Oh, God. So that was it. Someone so that was our it. feedback on Facebook. So uh, really, thanks a lot for getting in touch with us. How do you get in touch with us, Alex? You can get in touch with us via our email, which is ignukfeedback@ign.com, or via Facebook, which is facebook.com forward slash team IGNUK. Or Twitter, which is twitter.com forward slash IGNUK. Well done. That's it. Boom. Well done, Dan. Trail. Uh, do we have an announcement? We do. Yeah, we yes. do have an announcement. So, uh, Such a shame it's at the end of the Drunken Podcast and no one's listening. We've been talking for a long time about Podcast 100, which is only two podcasts away. We've now got final details. It's going to take place on August 23rd. It's going to take place in the 100 Club. 100 Club. 100. Perfect place. So uh, if you want to get involved, then uh, hit up our Facebook page. I think we've got some details on there. Facebook or IGN.com. All you need to do is send your details to uh, UK Comps. That's UK C-O-M-P-S at IGN.com. Send your name. 
tell us why you want to go and also your date of birth. You can bring a friend along if we send you an email back. You'll get an email back on the by the 19th of August to let you know whether or yeah. not you're involved. This is yeah. open to over 18s only. Exactly. Got, yes, got that's why I'm You know what you should do? Punctuate it with a burp. It's only and there's going to be uh, music, there's going to be giveaways, there's going to be competitions, it's gonna there's going to be, be a live It's going to be a fucking recording of the IGN Podcast. Really really so, I'm too drunk. It's, it's not So anyway, that's it for this very special no, second. Not. There's lots more feedback. No, it's not happening. All right. it's not happening. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Welcome to the IGN UK podcast. This wait a minute. We're going to go coming to you live from Berkshire, and then we're going to do that. That's fine. All Good. Right. I was just getting ready to queue. And it's right. and it, not doing that. And it's ninety-eight, not ninety-seven. Okay. Well, uh, I'm not going to say that. We've got our Easter egg. Go. <laughs> Three, two, one. Hello. 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 Welcome to the IGN UK podcast. This is our second annals Annabelle. Oh. No. It's our second annual. Oh, no, no, I'm going to start again. This Three. is our second. <laughs> that is going at the end. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it. Or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.